you go into your shower feeling tired. But as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later, because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists, like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bob Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Puma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds from Mars, oh, and Two Door Cinema Club. Hey, everyone. This is Jody Sweeten from the podcast How Rude, Tanneritos. I've been needing a quick getaway with my family, and the 2024 Hyundai Santa Fe is the perfect vehicle to take us there. It has standard third-row seating, so I'm able to pack my entire family, plus pets, in the car while also having enough room for our camping essentials. Available H-Track all-wheel drive will get us through any dirt trails, and available dual wireless charging pads will ensure we never have to worry about getting stuck with a dead phone in the middle of nowhere. Visit HyundaiUSA.com. Or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. You know that feeling when you walk into your home, take a deep breath, and feel new? Well, that's what it's like to use Clorox Sentiva. Because Clorox Sentiva smells like coconut, cleans like Clorox, and feels like energy. It'll elevate any cleaning routine to not just clean, but also make every room smell like a tropical coconut getaway. Discover how Clorox Sentiva's powerful clean and refreshing scents can transform your space. Get yours in coconut or other fabulous scents at a nearby retail store. And now, Move the Sticks with Daniel Jeremiah and Bucky Brooks. What's up, everybody? Welcome to Move the Sticks. DJ Bucky back with you. Buck, uh, fun Thursday night game tonight. Uh, looking forward to it. How about you? Man, big time. 13-1 combined record between the two teams, the Arizona Cardinals and the Green Bay Packers. Maybe we expected the Green Bay Packers to be sitting here at that point uh, at the top of the division, not only the division, but the top of the conference. But the Arizona Cardinals are a bit of a surprise. And so I think that merits a deep dive into why the Cardinals are sitting here at 7-0 and and one of the best teams in the league. Yeah, we're going to do that today. That's what we're going to focus on the episode, just how Steve Kimes built this team, some of the decisions they've made, and how it's kind of all come together, maybe some things you can learn uh, from what they've done. So it's going to be a fun uh, discussion today. Um, let's just jump in, first of all, and I want to talk about the main decision. I mean, the main decision, we've discussed it before, but I don't think people appreciate uh, maybe the courage it took to punt <laughs> on Josh Rosen after one year make the decision to then trade him, take Kyler Murray, 
Um, and then Kyler Murray, oh, I guess they took Kyler Murray, then they traded him. Um, but to not only make a move that I think initially probably saved Steve Kimes job because it worked mm-hmm. out. Now it could put potentially put a ring on his finger. Like that's how good this dude is. <clears throat> Look, man, it's, it's one of those things, DJ, where we, um, can talk about the quarterback position and we can talk about wanting special and elite and, and the draft sometimes it gets clouded, right? It gets clouded because you kind of beholden to the class of players that come out and what's available. But the standard should always be high in terms of what you're looking for at the position. We can talk about A-plus talent, um, being able to throw with touch time and in anticipation, all those things. But the new skills have been athleticism and mobility running skills. Um, the Josh Allens and the Lamar Jacksons of the world, Russell Wilsons of the world, those guys have shown that when your quarterback has the ability to enhance the running game or to extend plays, it just makes it so much better for your offense. When now you have an undersized guy, Kyler Murray, by traditional standards, who's entering the league, but as a guy who's drafted as a first-round baseball player, a legitimate kind of two-sport phenom that can do anything and everything that you want to see at the position, but he doesn't have traditional traits when it comes to the size. And so for the Cardinals to kind of step out of traditional thinking and to say, no, even though our guys, they say he's 5'10", I'll take them at their word. Even though <laughs> they say he's 5'10", and those things, they were willing to say, talent-wise, he gives us everything that we want. And even if we have to adjust our offense a little bit, we're willing to do it because he is so good. All right, let's go back. Um, I pulled up my report on Kyler. So this is my report on him coming out. Uh, Kyler Murray's an extremely explosive quarterback prospect. Lacks ideal height, bulk, height and bulk for the position. Extremely quick feet in his setup. By the way, I posted a play the other day. Did you see that? I've never seen anybody's hit his little Mm-mm. feet move so dang fast, and his drop is ridiculous. Uh, uh, quick feet in his setup. Bounces on his toes at the top of his drop. Has dynamic arm strength. Doesn't need to grind his toes into the ground to generate power. He's not as accurate as Baker Mayfield, but he flashes the touch to layer the ball on occasion, accompanying the wow power throws. The majority of his decisions are made pre-snap. Otherwise, he resorts to scrambling around buying time. There are examples of him working deeper into progressions, but that will still be an adjustment for him at the next level. He's an electric runner using quick, choppy stride to eat up ground. I had two major issues early on in the evaluation process, but his full-time commitment to football and surprising bulk at the combine, 207 pounds, helped alleviate those concerns. Overall, I see Murray as a solid NFL starting quarterback. So the way that reads, he's been even better than than what the report reads on Kyler Murray. And you go back to it, those were the concerns coming out. Is he totally committed to football because the baseball thing was kind of out there? And then as he built to kind of last, you know, just from a frame standpoint, don't care about the height as much. Um, it was just can he, you know, he's not built like Russell Wilson was built. So can he physically hold up? Those were the questions. I mean, I, I think that was everything um, that you worried about when it came to Kyler Murray. Um, you knew the athleticism, you knew the arm talent, you knew all those skills were there. He just didn't fit the traditional mold. And I believe, um, and we've talked about this, those other guys paved the way for Kyler Murray to be able to be the number one pick. It started with Drew Brees being able to have success as an undersized quarterback. Uh, when I started scouting, Drew Brees was phenomenal, but we couldn't take him in the first round just because he didn't hit the mark when it came yeah. to the requirements at the position. Fast forward to Russell Wilson, Russell Wilson the same. Saw him at NC State, saw him at Wisconsin, fantastic player, played in a pro-style system. Leadership, toughness, accuracy, all that stuff is what you want, but undersized. So he has to go in the third-round bucket. 
You then see Russell Wilson and Drew Brees have success. They build on top of one another. That paves the way for Baker Mayfield to go number one overall. Baker Mayfield has a very solid rookie year. That now makes it easier for the scouting world to get around Kyler Murray and view him as the number one overall because we have seen a handful of smaller, undersized quarterbacks have success. And we could say that talent-wise, Kyler Murray's talent is at the top end of the guys that we've already mentioned. Yeah, I, I want to get to the rest of this roster and how it's constructed, but a couple more things I want to hit on Kyler and what makes him so special. Um, you know, Drew Brees, I think, is the true outlier because he's an undersized guy who didn't have a big arm. When you look at the undersized guys that have had success outside of Drew Brees, you know, think about Michael Vick, not a real big guy, but had just a huge arm. Russell Wilson's got a huge arm. Baker Mayfield, as you saw on the Hail Mary the other day, has got a huge arm. Kyler's got a big arm. Like, those mm -hmm. are the smaller guys that have been successful. Doug Flutie had a huge arm, you know, for being a little guy. Drew, that's what, to me, makes Drew even more impressive, what he's accomplished. You know, he's a Hall of Famer and set all these records, um, is that he he did it at that size without a huge arm. Like, that. that's what made him so rare. But with Kyler, he does a lot of the things that those other quarterbacks I've mentioned uh, do in order to uh, overcome the maybe the sight line issues you might have as an undersized quarterback. So what do you do? A lot of times you say, okay, we can move the pocket. We can roll the pocket. Well, what Russell Wilson started to do was really just gain depth and separation from the line of scrimmage. So you will see Kyler, when they see blitz blitz looks, Buck, he just he just bails out of there. I mean, he is going back, hits Patrick Mahomes-esque, where he's launching from 15, 16 yards behind the line of scrimmage. But that allows him to get away from pressure. It allows him to create distance so that he can see. And then you've got to have a huge arm to be able to operate from back there. Yeah, you have to have a huge arm. I mean, you have to have a huge arm, and he does have one. The baseball background is there. But you do notice there is a lot of separation between him and the offensive line when he gets to the top of his drop. Part of that is because he can't see. He doesn't have the traditional sight lines. He needs to get away from the line of scrimmage to be able to make those reads and to make those throws that we see taller quarterbacks make easily by dropping it over the top of the line. But the great thing about Kyler Murray, he's been short all his life. He's always been yep. an undersized quarterback. He is one of the guys. Never bothered him. Never bothered. If you go to Texas and you ask people in Texas who's the best high school football player to ever do it, uh, a bunch of those guys will tell you Kyler Murray um, just because of the way that he dominated at Allen High School and the way that he has played. And so you're getting a guy who is very, very comfortable in his own skin when it comes to how he plays, the system that he's played in, because he's playing in the same system that he's always played in, and someone who has a ton of confidence and swagger because he has always won. Mm -hmm. And so when you have always won and won at a high level, high school, college, or whatever, it drives you crazy to get to the league and take L's. And when you think about Kyler Murray and some of the other young quarterbacks that came from winning programs, let's say Joe Burrow, it eats them up, DJ. They yeah. have low tolerance for that. But what that does, it changes the temperature in the room. Those guys are thermostat leaders who are intolerant of losing a ton of games. And you've heard Kyler Murray say this, man, I'm tired of taking these losses. I can't deal <laughs> with this. And when you watch his face at the end of games when they lose, it's like he's had bad meat, right? Like he has a sour <laughs> face. It is. He's definitely not a happy-go-lucky loser. But I think that rubs off on the teammates. And to me, that's another check in the column of why you want Kyler Murray to be your quarterback, because he does have that leadership ability that comes from winning we always talk about a dj what winners win yep guys who win know how to win and they continue to lead their team to win 
Yeah, no doubt. And I, I want to get into you know how this system operates with Cliff Kingsbury as well as the other personnel uh, that they've put in place. But um, before we do that, let's let's just take this this moment here. Let's let's uh, let's hear this ad, and we'll come right back and uh, we'll dive back into this. You go into your shower feeling tired, but as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter. Let's please welcome Jamal Crawford to Point Game. King of the Court one-on-one tournament. If they had it back in your prime, do you think he could have took it all? I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think I could have took it all, but I think I would have shocked a lot of people. I think Kobe and everybody in their prime, Kobe would win a one-on-one contest. Yeah, I, yeah, because you got to think, Love he's going to guard. He don't care about guarding. He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, exactly. he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. like that, see that? Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. And then I, his, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because he ain't need it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bob Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Puma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash ConcertWeek to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds to Mars, oh, and Two Door Cinema Club. Tired of restless nights? Meet Lisa, the sleep expert. <sighs> Here at Lisa, we know that good sleep is essential for mental, physical, and emotional health. That's why their mattresses are made for exceptional comfort and support, catering to every sleep need. Check out Lisa's Sapira Hybrid Mattress, named best hybrid mattress five years running. Sleep hot? The Chill Collection is built with cool-to-the-touch top fabric and layers of high-density comfort foams, all intended to remove excess body heat while maximizing comfort. With Lisa, getting a new mattress has never been easier. Delivery is free, and you have 100 nights to try out your mattress in the comfort of your home. Don't spend another night dreaming of better sleep. For a limited time, save up to $700 off select mattresses plus two free pillows. Go to lisa.com forward slash iHeart for an additional $50 off mattresses and select goods. That's l-e-e-s-a.com forward slash iHeart. Exclusions apply. See lisa.com for more details. All right, Buck, I, I want to talk about, before we get to the rest of the personnel they've put in place, this this scheme Cliff Kingsbury brought, because 
you know, I think a lot of people, a lot of us had some concerns. I remember last year we talked about um, the importance of shifting and motioning, how, you know, the teams, the best offenses in the NFL, when you look at who's shifting and motioning the most, it was basically the top five were like, you know, five of the top offenses in the NFL. And there's so many advantages to, to, to that. We went, we did a deep dive on that uh, last year. Well, the Cardinals, I think, were dead last in that because it really is kind of a true air raid offense. Cliff Kingsbury underneath Mike Leach. Um, this is this is what he brought to the NFL. And the examples of that, 10 personnel is like the staple uh, in that offense, which is you've got one back and you're going four wide. They are in 10 personnel, 26% of the plays. Um, the next closest team is Buffalo at 8%. So, I mean, that shows you that there, that is a huge gap between what they're doing and what the rest of the league is doing. So that's the first part of it. The second part of it is kind of like the leech staple where you play a side. Um, Hopkins is 82% of the snaps on the left. A.J. Green, 88% of the snaps on the right. Guys line up in the same spots, and they're in that in that uh, 10 personnel grouping quite a bit, Buck, and it is uh, it has proven to be very successful. My contention is, to go back to Kyler, I don't think that offense would have the impact, nearly the impact. In fact, I think you might even have to scrap it if you did not have a mobile quarterback at the NFL level. To me, the athleticism of Kyler Murray, even if he doesn't use it, the threat of his athleticism is what makes that whole thing work. No, I think the threat of the athleticism is everything to it because what you've done is you've spread the field from C to C. You've created these huge lanes where you have a explosive jitterbug with mm -hmm. big-time arm talent and big-time running ability where he has room. And that room is advantageous for him because he's as quick as anybody that we've seen. I mean, it's almost like trying to tackle Daryl Sproles in the backfield while having to deal with an arm talent that is at an upper level. And so it is really, 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 really hard um, to be able to deal with Kyler Murray. And because he's able to run and rarely take big shots because he slides and does all the other stuff, it's a tough matchup. And then when you surround them with the weapons that we'll talk about, I mean, he is basically Chris Paul. Yeah. He is basically just out here playing point guard, and he's getting the ball to the open shooter. And they are spreading you out, and it's iso ball. And if you can't contain him, you have no shot at being able to stop the other guys because you can't help. It is a tough offense to deal with. And then the added part of what they've done in the running game makes it even that much tougher to defend. All right, so here's one of the reasons why I think the athleticism is huge. So Kyler Murray, he's been pressured less than any other quarterback since entering the NFL. Now, you ask yourself, why is that? This is all from next-gen stats. Um, when, the, when he's been blitzed, and this is uh, this season, his yards per attempt is 11.9, which leads the league. So they're spreading you out. Now you want to try and bring extra rushers? Well, guess what? He can buy time. And now you have got the field completely spread. He's buying time. And you, you like you said, you have to cover from one sideline to the other. And he's got four legit weapons, which we'll get into, um, that, that are out in the route, sometimes five uh, out into the route. So it discourages you from going after him. And there's also the thought as a pass rusher, if I get caught up field, he's he's taken off, he's gone. So why would you why would you try and pressure him? It's not It's not going to end well if you do. So that, to me, is one of the – conundrums for teams trying to defend these guys yeah i mean it's it's it's, it's tough I, I just can imagine being on the defensive side of the ball and you know this dj because you presented like these advanced reports right and the first thing that you do is they always want to know hey man who are the players who yeah. are the characters who who do we have to defend 
And when you look at the Cardinals, like in, in most teams, when you're dealing with it, right, two, maybe three guys that you're like, hey, okay, we got to stop this guy. We got to stop yeah. running back and receive. We take care of those three guys, we have a chance. But really, when you look at the Cardinals and the way that they're playing, Kyler Murray has to be defended. You have DeAndre Hopkins and Zach Ertz, who would still be at the top of the food chain when it comes to their respective positions. You have A.J. Green, who might be a fading star, but he's kind of found a found a youth somewhere down there in the desert. They were keeping it from everybody, but they have it for him. <laughs> so he's making plays. And then Rondell Moore and Christian Kirk, who are ideal, what I call slot receiver types, who are quick and have the ability to make things happen after the catch. That is a lot to talk about because normally on a defense side of the ball, you don't have enough personnel to go toe-to-toe with what they can present in their 10 personnel package. All right. Well, that's going to lead me to this uh, sound I want to run here because you had a chance to catch up with Steve Kime. I believe this is after Kyler Murray's rookie year and talked about Kyler and then the challenge of trying to put the right pieces around him. You've just mentioned some of those pieces, but this was uh, this was the chat you had with Steve Kime, general manager of the Arizona Cardinals. You've been fortunate to build a team now with Kyler, an athletic playmaker. You built it with Carson Palmer. Uh, what are the differences when you have uh, when you're building a team where you have a mobile player and you have a traditional thrower that just kind of likes to hang in the pocket? Do you have to build a team differently? Yeah, I mean, I, I think you do. Um, you know, a number of things. I mean, just obviously there's some schematical things that the way you have to approach it that are a little different, um, especially with a guy that's got to be in the gun. You know, the play-action game is a little different, uh, the concepts there. But uh, more than anything, it just, it to me, it, it, it's – Having this a mobile quarterback for the first time is it's just fun because there's so many different things you can do, so many possibilities, and and really you just got to put playmakers around them. And and your offensive linemen do have to be a little more athletic, and they have to be a little better in space. But um, those are fun problems to have. Again, it's trying to find those type of players. So it's funny. So DJ and I have had this theory that when you have a mobile playmaker, an athletic quarterback, that you basically want to surround them with a track team mm-hmm. because they can extend plays. You want to be able to take advantage of the defense. Mm-hmm. Do you see that that trend, the, the need to have more explosive playmakers around the guy that can extend plays and kind of push the ball down the field? I don't think there's any doubt because, again, uh, that quarterback brings so much attention to himself that you're getting more isolated mismatches. You're getting more one-on-one situations on the perimeter. There you go. I mean, we kind of laid it out what the blueprint was, mm-hmm. and that's exactly what he's done. And, and not long after that is when he brought in Hopkins with that trade. You mentioned the other pieces that they have in place with Rondale Moore and Christian Kirk, who are – if you think back to those Texas Tech offenses and think of those slot receivers that they had, um, I mean, that's like Wes Welker with juice um, with Mm -hmm. those guys fitting in that role. They wanted Andy Isabella to be that guy. He just wasn't. um, But they found it with Rondale Moore and Christian Kirk in that combination. I think A.J. Green, this is a great example. I want to get your thoughts on this, Buck, but um, I'll go back to like the baseball analogy. You say, um, you know, what is the – you know, what is the one thing that you can do? So we can look in scouting and say, okay, he can't do this. He can't do that. Like you're in baseball and you're like, I don't know, this guy doesn't hit left-handed pitching very well. He's not very good on defense, but you know what he does? He's got, he's got power potential and he, and he hits, you know, right-handed pitching pretty well. So we're going to use him in spot starts and then we're going to let him um, give us a chance late in games to pinch hit and make, make, make uh, the team better. I think with A.J. Green, you can look at the erosion of some of his quickness and some of mm-hmm. some of his, um, you know, explosiveness. But you can say, you know what, in our offense, we're, we spread you out so much and Hopkins is going to draw so much attention that even if he's just a fade ball guy, yep. 
He's still 6'4". That ain't going away. He's still got unbelievable ball skills. And he's been making those plays, those 50-50 balls, getting over the top. Like, that's all he really has to do. That's all you need him to do in this offense. And what's so great about it is I feel like the roles are very clearly defined for their team. I believe everyone knows exactly what they're expected to do. And, DJ, you know this, like having been a quarterback, um, it's hard to keep all the mouths happy, right? And they have so many mouths to feed. But yet they've been able to find kind of find a way to have like really equal distribution when it comes to the balls. So I'm sitting here looking at the stat sheet. They have one, two, three, four, five, five receivers that have over 24 catches. Mm -hmm. They have those same five guys. Everybody has 30 or more targets. The Mm -hmm. only and I'm talking about. Chase Edmonds, 33, Rondell Moore with 31, A.J. Green with 35, Christian Kirk with 36. The outlier is DeAndre Hopkins, 47. That makes sense because he is the number one. You go back and look at the catches, 33 for Hopkins, 30 for Kirk, 24 for A.J. Green, 26 for Rondell Moore, 27 for Chase Edmonds. So when we talk about balanced distribution, everybody is touching the rock. Everybody, I mean, one, two, three, four. Three guys with over 400 yards, another guy with 300 yards. I mean, DJ, it's about as even as it gets. Like, if this was uh, what are we doing, Pop Warner, where everyone has minimum play rules, <laughs> this is what they're doing. The Arizona Cardinals are like, hey, everybody plays, everybody touches the ball. Yep. This is flag football. Don't worry about it. And it's working. And it's working to the point where I believe their chemistry and continuity as a team also benefits from the fact that everyone is touching the ball. Mm-hmm. You can talk about that personnel, the offensive line. They've done a good job. I think patience with DJ Humphreys, who um, yeah, were hard on early on. Yeah, believe in the ability, believe in the kid, and he's turned himself into a really good player. Um, you know, they signed Rodney Hudson. He's been down. He's been down. Um, but that veteran presence was was a good move. Um, the rest of that group: Josh Jones, right guard, young player. Um, Beecham has played better than I thought he would. I thought he was probably mm-hmm. done. They've been able to get the most out of him. So. Some good pieces there, but the run game to me, what makes this run game cook is you spread them out again with that passing game. You're going to see light boxes just because of this, the the sets that you're in, the personnel groupings you have out there. So you're going to see light boxes. So if you're seeing six-man boxes, which they see a bunch of, and now you've got a quarterback that you have to account for on every single running play, mm-hmm. that means you that takes one away. So you're you're five on five in the run game. Five yeah. on five. Like my mm-hmm. son is in junior high, right? And and they play eight man football. I don't know if you've watched any yes, eight man football. I've seen book. it. I've seen it's it. It's the best. It's like a you know, there's so Plenty much space. space. There's oh, yeah. so much space. And that's kind of what it looks like when you're watching the Cardinals, is that they're gonna play five on five in the run game, and then they're gonna still get their one on ones outside in the pass game. It's it's a great setup. I again I go back to the the athleticism of Kyle. He's not running a ton, he doesn't have to run a ton. The threat of him as a runner is a major impact on this offense. And, DJ, we've always talked about in a perfect world. uh, I think you talked about get me four. If the quarterback can get me four and we can pull it four to five times a game where we run some kind of zone read, some kind of quarterback design run or something like that, that is enough to make the defense have to talk about it, have to practice on it, have to make it. Just honor it. I just need you to honor it. That's it. Yes. That is enough to do it. And what that does is it opens up the rest of the offense. And so it's really brilliant by design. And, you know, one thing that we can talk about, because you've talked about the splits, how sometimes they will over-exaggerate the wide receiver splits. 
I don't know, like our, our listeners sometimes, they may not pay close attention to college, but a few years ago when Art Browse was at Baylor and mm-hmm. Baylor was lighting people up, not only throwing it, but mm-hmm. running it. Cause I sat there and watched him run for 700 yards on my Tar Heels in a bowl game without a <laughs> quarterback. Yeah. And what they did, DJ, they put those two wide receivers on both sides outside the numbers. Mm-hmm. And they made you basically play eight man football in yep. the box and their ability to use the quarterback evens up the numbers. And so mm-hmm. now you can't stop. So when the Cardinals decide to run the ball, particularly late in games, I mean, these guys are scooting through freeways yeah. because the holes are so big and it, it's very confounding. And so this is why I want to give Cliff Kingsbury credit because there was a lot of outrage when Cliff Kingsbury got this job. How mm-hmm. can you hire someone from Texas Tech who has a losing record? Got to, fired. Got fired yeah. to to get a better job in the yeah. National Football League when he doesn't have the pelts on the wall necessarily to validate it or justify it. Yeah. I will say that his offensive ingenuity, even though we can talk about the air raid system being simple, I give him credit for being able to quickly adapt and adjust to the NFL game. Mm-hmm. Because the first year they came out like a house on fire, but then the league kind of caught up with it. This year, yeah, nah, they are putting yeah. 30 on everybody. Mm-hmm. Well, with the exception of one game, I don't think they've hit 30, but every game they're putting 30 on you. And it's an offense that's very, very difficult to deal with. All right, I want to uh, change over to the defensive side of the ball. We're going to do that right after this. You go into your shower feeling tired, but as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day. And smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter. Let's please welcome Jamal Crawford to Point Game. King of the Court one-on-one tournament. If they had it back in your prime, do you think he could have took it all? I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think I could have took it all, but I think I would have shocked a lot of people. I think Kobe and everybody in their prime, Kobe would win a one-on-one contest. Yeah, I, yeah, because you got to think, Love he's going to guard. He don't care about guarding. He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, exactly. he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. like that, see that? Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. And then I, his, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because it ain't need it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, Right now, you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Live Nation presents Concert Week. 
Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bob Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Fuma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash concertweek to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds from Mars, oh, and two-door cinema club. Good sleep should come naturally. And with the new natural hybrid mattress, it can. A collaboration between award-winning mattress brand Lisa and home design favorite West Elm, the natural hybrid is the culmination of these two companies' shared values. Premium materials, meticulous craftsmanship, and sustainable practices. Made with natural latex, responsibly sourced natural natural wool, and environmentally safe foams, the Natural Hybrid elevates your sleep sanctuary, indulges your senses, and supports a greener tomorrow. Plus, when you purchase the Natural Hybrid, you're also helping fuel Lisa's work with shelters and those in need. Since 2015, Lisa has donated more than 40,000 mattresses to ensure children and families have a safe place to sleep. Don't put off a good night's sleep any longer. Get a Lisa mattress today for a sound sleep tonight. Visit lisa.com slash iHeart. That's l-e-e-s-a dot com slash iHeart. All right, Buck, when we look at this uh, Cardinals defense, um, you can go back to really, to me, the trade for Chandler Jones, which is one of the best trades uh, we've seen in a long time in the NFL um, and the impact that he's made. But some other things, some other takeaways when you look at how this group has come together, what, what do you got? You know, the, the number one takeaway uh, that I would have is Chandler Jones being great. But I believe they have the right pieces up front. And it's really weird, right? Because when you think about this front, um, J.J. White gets hurt, so we can't necessarily include him in the discussion. But I do think he brings a point because when he was playing, he was making an impact. So you have J.J. Watt, a veteran player who's making plays at the point of attack. You have Chandler Jones, a veteran pass rusher, one of the best in the game, who we have to talk about. You have a kid on the other side of Marcus Golden, who is mm-hmm. what I call the ideal complementary pass rusher. Not necessarily an elite skilled player, but high motor, high intensity Try hard, play hard guy on the other side. He's killing it, six sacks. Um, that stands out to me like their pass rush. And then the rest of it is DJ, what we always talked about. The modern defense needs to be full of speedsters. Speed negates a, bun- a bunch of things that you have to face on offense. Speed also leads to turnovers because mm-hmm. when you have a fast defense that plays hard and they knock people around, the ball inevitably flies out, right? Fumbles, interceptions, and those things. So now you have a fast defense that is hustling to the ball. Good things are happening because they're hitting people and the ball is coming out and they're getting a ton of takeaways. All right, here, here's one of my things that I think is interesting, fascinating with this defense. Um, J.J. Watt, who's you know looks like he's going to be out for the rest of the year, so that's a tough one. He's 32 years old. Chandler Jones is 31. Um, Jordan Hicks, 29, Marcus Golden's 30, uh, Robert Alford's 33, mm-hmm. uh, corner. Um, they have a lot of veteran pieces on mm-hmm. this defense. And normally when we think historically in the NFL, the best defenses are young and fast. Yeah. Now they've infused it with some youth and speed. You look at the, the drafting of Isaiah Simmons, who I've got an interesting nugget on him. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, you see Byron Murphy's 23, Buda Baker's 25. These guys are all really, really athletic. Zayvon Collins, the rookie, is 22. 
you know, he rolls through their lineup. But I, I think it's a fascinating mix of kind of the young and the old and kind of marrying it together. Yeah, no, it's funny that you say that, right, DJ? Because um, so often we, we talk about age and over 30 kind of being the death knell when it comes to players. Mm-hmm. But I'll say this. Experience can bring about expertise. And when you have a very experienced defense, there's a level of expertise that you can get to that allows you to play a very multiple and versatile and varied defense. So when you're Vance Joseph and you have those guys that you spit off, maybe five or six 30-year-old players who may have seven years or more experience in the league. Mm-hmm. Well, now those guys have played in a ton, a ton of games. They've also learned a bunch of different schemes and concepts. So now when you're Vance Joseph going into the uh, game, your call sheet can be a little bigger because your players can handle more because they played longer. That experience allows the play caller to do more than you are able to do with a young defense where you're relying on their speed and athleticism and talent Mm -hmm. to make plays as opposed to their experience and their expertise. Yeah, I, I think you can vary up what you do. You can you can get as complex and as complicated as you want. They're going to have no trouble swallowing that. I also think it's huge. We used to talk about this on the teams I was with when you're when you're building a roster, which is you, you want to have kind of an alpha, a leader in every position room. Yeah. So you want to have a veteran presence in each and every room on your football team. And I think yes. you can look at some teams that struggle in this league, some really young teams, and say, you know what, maybe maybe there was a way they could have found a veteran presence. You know, I'm all for young. I want to play young guys. I want to promote that. But just having one guy in that room, I think, is big. Oh, it is huge. The elder statesman. Mm-hmm. The guy who, in a perfect world, that guy would still be able to play. Yeah. And play, maybe functional. not necessarily yeah. at a high level, but he certainly can be functional. So he can earn the respect of the guys that he's leading. Mm-hmm. But, yes, you need to have someone in those rooms when you have younger players who can demonstrate and teach these guys how to play the game the right way, who can also, I would say, disseminate some of the complex information from the coaches and make it very easy for the players. So when the coach leaves the room and they go to the locker room, the veteran can say, okay, here's what he means. Yeah. This is what this really is. I know he's saying this, but here's the simple form of what he's saying. All right, here's my nugget on Isaiah Simmons. I'm going to use this tonight when we're doing the the Amazon feed. Again, if, if you haven't done it yet, hang with us uh, for this Thursday night game. Go to twitch.tv slash move the sticks. It's Joy Taylor, Bucky, myself. You can watch us and you'll actually see the game as well. If you've enjoyed the Manning cast, um, you know, this is something we've been doing. This is our second year doing it. It's a lot of fun. There's a chat on there. You can interact with us, ask questions. Um, we have a great time. So again, that's just twitch.tv slash move the sticks. You can just subscribe to the Twitch channel as well. So you'll be kind of alerted on that stuff. It's easy to do. Um, all right. Isaiah Simmons. He's one of four players in the league this year to have sent, spent at least 10% of snaps lined up as an edge, an inside linebacker, an outside linebacker, and as the slot corner as their, as their big nickel. So we we preached his versatility, Buck. Mm-hmm. This year, when you look at throughout his career, here's his percentages. 28% at linebacker, 24% as an edge rusher, 19% as an outside linebacker, 14% as a slot corner, and uh, he's even got as an interior uh, – or where, where 8% as an interior defensive lineman, 4% as a deep safety. I mean, 
dude's, he literally has been all over the place. It was kind of what we saw when we were watching him at Clemson. Now, it's taken a while for him to get comfortable doing all these things. I think that, you know, early on, maybe a little overwhelming. But now you're seeing the benefits of just having a freak athlete and that chess piece on the board. We see it with Jalen Ramsey and what he can do. We see it with Derwin James, what he can do. Um, to me, guys like this, is it's the future's here. Yeah, the future is here. And I would say I wouldn't even put all that on Isaiah Simmons. I think it mm-hmm. takes a while for a coach to understand how to do all of that stuff. Because how do I build a game plan around a player who can do so many different things? How do I know which calls that I want to feature that allow him to go to different places so I can maximize his talent and enhance what we're doing defensively? Because I think it's all of those things. And I think after a year of kind of playing around with the new toy, Vance Joseph and the Cardinals coaching staff figured out how to maximize his talent. And we're seeing that because what you basically said almost it almost breaks up in quarters in terms of what he's doing. But mm-hmm. 75% of what he's doing, I mean, outside edges, all the things that we saw him doing at Clemson, smattering of safety, you know, mm-hmm. and some other stuff. But we're seeing him do exactly what he did at Clemson, which is why I think he's very, very comfortable in year two. Yeah, also, you know, it's interesting when you've got guys like Buda Baker who can do a lot of different things, play a lot of different roles. Zayvon Collins, uh, you know, he's just kind of rolling through, getting some, some uh, work in this defense who's a jumbo athlete at 6'4", 260 pounds, who can really, really run. Um, he's got 17 tackles on the season. I think you're going to see him, you know, his role probably grow and evolve as we get through this season and, and as we go into next year. But um, they've built a, a fast young group here to, to mix in with those veterans. I think it's a really good mix with how they've put this thing together. Yeah, it is a really good mix. Um, I really like what what they've done, and I like how they're playing. And I really like, you know, and, and we, we've seen it, haven't been around teams that have made runs at the title, you can feel when the chemistry and the connectivity is there and the energy and everybody's on the same page. And it's not just the players, but it's the coaches. Coaches filling in for Cliff Kingsbury when he's out for COVID and the offense and defense didn't skip a beat. There are a lot of positive things that are going on down in the desert. And so I can't wait to see what this team looks like when they take on the Packers because I don't care what anyone says, even though the Cardinals might be the favorite in this game, when the Packers run out the tunnel, there's still, still a little bit of yeah, there's still a little bit of that inferiority complex that takes place. And having known, because they're playing in Arizona, right? Yep. So knowing the lay of the land, there will be a lot of Packer fans in that building. Oh, yeah. Because there are a lot of people that migrate to the desert from the Midwest. And so it'll be an interesting mix. And it'll be interesting how this game plays out. Typically, whenever they play, particularly down in that building, you see some crazy finishes. So yep. it should be a fun one. Yeah, it's going to be good, man. Anything else you want to add before we jump out of here? I think it's been a fun episode. No, I think it's been fun. I think anytime we get a chance to pop the hood and and really dive deep into the things that we really like and enjoy the team building part of it, man, I think it's a fascinating discussion. And when we get a chance to break down some of the things that I guess friends of ours in the league have been able to do, it's also fun because we can have a little insight and kind of share what we know of what we've learned about the theory behind why these teams decided to do what they did when it came to the draft and building the team. All right. Last thing I need you to be my moral police here for, for one question. Um, Tim Cates, who's a producer for Petros and money. Uh, yeah. Guys listen. Yeah. Listen I know Petros Tim. And money. Yeah. And Tim, Tim's a great guy. Tim does mm-hmm. the uh, pregame uh, and postgame for Dodgers. Um, so on night one of the world series, I called him. He did not answer. And I left him a voicemail wishing him and the Dodgers good luck this evening. Does that make me a bad? Does that make me a bad guy? It, it does. Do it does. Yeah. It does make you a bad guy. It makes you almost 
the kind of fan that you hate being friends with because <laughs> that that I wanted that your honesty. I appreciate that, your honesty. That would have been a lot. Like the only thing I can I can take that with is is DJ. Like I ride it out with my targets, particularly Carolina basketball. Yeah. And I remember a friend of mine, I think this is when they were in the final four and they were playing Kansas, and Kansas would beating the brakes off of them in the first half. Mm-hmm. And they called me. Hey, wow, he, can't oh, whoa, a little premature. Whoa, yeah. Ooh. You don't, First of all, you I don't. know you, I know that you don't answer. <laughs> I don't answer phone calls because my Hoosiers were playing Carolina <laughs> in the tournament, and I text no, no, no. you, and you did not reply. No, 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 no. I'm locked There's in. No communication. Yeah. No communication. We're locked in. We're locked and loaded. We got our lucky shirts on. We're sitting in front of the TV. If I need to go to my backup lucky yep. T-shirt, I have my it's backup there. lucky T-shirt okay. there just in case. The blankie, all of it, all of it since all I was right. a kid. Yeah. So, so yeah, what? How so did that not, go down? Did Carolina come back and win that game? They came back, but they couldn't win it. But yeah, I was mad. It, it strained our friendship for a little bit. Yeah, but see, here's the thing: when when uh, you're always chasing the big dog, like that's what we do. Like we just we got to just we got a needle and we got to knit. We got to get after him a little bit because we're not getting it done on the field. We got to find a way to just. <laughs> but it was so much conversation. It was so much. It was so much of that. So I would think that you would learn your lesson because nope. you were so poured in and emotionally invested oh, no. April and May and this is our year coming up June it's year. look it's so fun and then man when the wheels fall off you're Charlie Brown kicking a can down the street like we just hired a new pitching coach we're winning the whole thing it's our year you, you know what I can appreciate what's that I can appreciate the we thing you you're all in oh yeah like you, yeah, you're all, right. all absolutely you're, you're all in. I used to always that used to funny thing is when you're with teams when I was with teams like a great example I was working I think with the Ravens and 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 one year the Chargers and the Ravens were the best teams. And I remember like talking to a family member and he said, uh, and then obviously grew up Charger fans, you know, yeah. having grown up. And he said, uh, who do you who do you guys play this week? And I said, I think we got the Steelers. And he goes, Yeah, we have the such and such. And I said, Oh, oh you got a you got a mouse in your pocket? Like, <laughs> what, what do you mean? We like what? Did you get hired by the team? Did I miss that? Was I always oh, say, Oh, we're French. We're French. We, 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 we. Yeah, like, I get it. <laughs> Oh, are you getting playoff bonuses? Are, is that how it works now? The fans get playoff uh, bonuses. Yeah, I've, I am that. I admit it. I am that guy with the Padres. I'm a wee guy. Yeah. I mean, there's nothing wrong with that. Like I, so for so long, DJ, I couldn't enjoy like the fandom because when you play for five different teams, you work with yeah, two others. You lose like, I that. Feel like I, you lose that. I don't have that with all the you know league. with the NFL. Yeah. I, I I mean, I call the Charger games, so I want those to be compelling, good games, and I know that everybody in the organization, yeah. so they're easy. You know, but I've got friends all over the league, so you know, it's yeah. not. So it's hard. I don't really have so, that. So I felt like this was the first year because I started calling games for the Jags that like I could go all the way back in in terms of having the we thing. I could talk about yeah. we thing. I could talk about we thing on the air and all that other stuff. But it's a different life being a fan. Yeah. You know, the fanatical energy and the devotion that you put behind. It's a little different. Yeah. It's fun. It's a different experience for me. Yeah. So you got Carolina hoops. That's your that's oh, your man. passion all day. So the mine will be the Padres. Golly, at least you've got some day. banners, man. Dang. All day, every day. Like I can't even I can't even tell you, DJ. Like you talk about the fandom, like not wanting to go to elementary school when Carolina would lose. Like yeah, when they would strong. lose in that's basketball. Fandom. Because way back Jefferson Pilot would be a game, especially if they lost to NC State or Duke. Like I could not I, I didn't want to go to the classroom. Like yeah. I hated it so much. <laughs> and being spoiled because they always finished first or second in the league. It was all the other yeah. stuff. So yeah, this it's tough for me. You're up spoiled, man. I know. Um, up to sleep after losses. Uh, well, so to summarize, yeah, probably not a nice thing. Probably <laughs> not, not a nice thing. Not a nice thing. Not a nice thing. Yeah. Not a nice thing.
That's all right. I, I, I'm a, I, I can live with that. Uh, all right. That's going to do it for us today. I uh, appreciate Nabil and all he does. Appreciate all the Packer notes he puts in the side chat that we don't use during the uh, during the show. But uh, trust me, Nabil is fired up for this game. And I'm sure we will hear never hear the end of it if the Packers win this game without uh, without all these players. So, golly, I hope that doesn't happen. He'll be insufferable, Buck. Um, all right. That's going to do it for us today. Appreciate you guys hanging with us. We'll catch you next time right here on Move the Sticks. You go into your shower feeling tired, but as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bop Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Pluma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert Week to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds to Mars, oh, and Two Door Cinema Club. You never want to find yourself out on the water fishing without the essentials. So it's best to always pack a Columbia PFG Solar Stream Elite hoodie to protect against the sun. I mean, it provides great protection, and it's really breathable so you don't get hot. That's a win-win. Columbia PFG has a lot of great gear. So before you head out on the water, head over to Columbia.com slash PFG to shop their performance fishing gear. Whether you're a savvy spender maximizing your savings with cashback rewards, a thrifty rate watcher seeking the lowest interest, or a travel enthusiast looking for extraordinary perks, Kemba Financial Credit Union has a visa to complement your lifestyle and unique needs. Apply today at Kemba.org to unlock a limited-time 2% cashback on purchases and pay 0% interest on balance transfers for an entire year with a new visa from Kemba. You deserve a card that works for you. Restrictions apply. Offer ends June 30th, 2024.